You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view. Wrong! A twisted web. And we are not finished untangling it, not yet. Hello, and welcome to the POV Podcast, where we talk about everything pop culture, whether it's film, video games, and television. I am your host, Hector. I'm Devin. The co-host. And in this episode, we will be discussing the latest installment in the Conjuring universe, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Now, Devin, before we talk about this film, I would like to quickly say to our listeners out there that we will be having a spoiler-filled discussion. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's currently in the cinemas. Uh, If you're vaccinated, go check it out in the cinemas. If not, or if you don't feel like going to the movie theaters, it's available on HBO Max. It's one of the many movies uh, from Warner Brothers that is being released both in cinemas and on HBO Max. So you have options. Um, Yeah. So we're talking about Conjuring 3. That's what it really is. Devin, um, how, how, what's your, you know, your relationship to this series, to this well, franchise? When did the first come out? First one come out like 2012, 13? 13. Okay, so like, I was still, I was still a little youngin. So I, I was like, horror movies still had that good effect on me. But uh, I, I grew up watching horror movies. Like I grew up like watching. At a young age, like I maybe started at five, and I was like petrified. But now, like now, horror does almost. I I don't know. I've never say I can never say I'm scared anymore. I I can be creeped out sometimes, but everything. Most horror movies don't have too much effect on me. I don't care too much for jump scares. Really, that doesn't really do anything to me anymore because I can always tell when they're coming. And uh. But uh, I remember The Conjuring like freaking me out when I was younger, so I, I enjoyed the first one a lot. The first one I really enjoyed. Um, can't say too much about the second or third one though. Uh, what about the the spinoffs? Annabelle, The Nun, uh, The Curse uh, of La Viona. I don't know if you've seen that one. La Viona. Um, yeah. the only ones that I've honestly seen are The Conjuring ones. I didn't really care. I think I I did see Annabelle. I thought it was horrible. I was like, this movie is pretty garbage. And I don't know. There's only. I heard Annabelle Creation was better, but I never watched it. Um, La Leona. Uh, I didn't watch that one either. Uh, I wasn't going to bother with The Nun. <laughs> um, how, have you seen Annabelle 3? <laughs> Uh, no, how was that one? Okay, so I've I have seen some of the spinoffs. I have not seen Annabelle and Annabelle Creation, but I have seen the others. Um, the Nun was is the worst thing I've ever seen. That one was awful. Um, the Curse of La uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Lirona is um that one's also just not. That one's just not that good, which, funny enough, the director of that movie is the director of this one. And I om- and I completely forgot about the third Annabelle movie, which came out the same year as uh, Urona. And that That's... one... It, that one was not good either. <laughs> I, I, 
I didn't even know there's an Annabelle three, to be honest. I know. I saw it. I have the poster, but I completely forgot that it that you know came out. Basically, it's kind of like Toy Story and Night Museum, but with Annabelle, which is kind of funny. But yeah, it's ultimately forgettable. Um. So let me see. This one is, like I said, is directed by, um, I think his name is Michael Chavez, um, who previously directed The Curse of La Hiona, which um, feels like its own movie, but then it there's like one scene, spoilers for that movie, that had um, Annabelle pop appears in that one. The priest in that film um, has mentioned that he previously worked on, or like, you know, has done, you know, a case with Annabelle. And you see her in the movie. But, um, yeah, I think, like, all the spinoffs are completely forgettable for me. They're just there. And I'm also kind of in the same position as you, Devin. Um, I did not see The Conjuring in theaters. I was, I was 12. I was scared of everything. So I did not, I didn't really watch horror movies till, like, I was, like, 16. So Conjuring was definitely not one of those movies that I wanted to watch. But I did, um... Did you see um, Conjuring 2? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I, I, I did manage to finally see both of those movies. And um, uh, I don't know how you... I, I like them, kind of. I don't, I don't know. It's just I think for me, as I've gotten older, uh, these films, like, like, just like you, jump scares... Um, don't do much for me. They do get me, but that's only because they're loud. But other than that, I don't think they they don't really have much to offer in terms of horror. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I guess. I guess what m- most people like, I don't know, most audience goers always find the because I've seen it online. And everything like some people are just going saying like, oh, like the, the fact that it's based on a true story always freaks oh, everyone God. out. <laughs> It worked yeah. for me back then. Now, you know, considering yeah. how, you know, what we know about them, it's like... When yeah, you can do on your own research and everything. Yeah. Considering the Warrens are frauds. Sorry, everyone. If you didn't know that, the Warrens are freaking frauds. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen like, tons of videos, like, going over their evidence, quote-unquote, of what they captured. I remember that there was a... There's an infamous photo, I think it was based off, like, the... I think it was based off the events of, like, the first movie, that there's a creepy picture taken, like, through a doorway where they had, like, a, it looked like a child, like, with, like, dark face and glowing eyes, but had, like, a plaid shirt on, like, a plaid shirt on, and, like, they had, but they showed, like, an, like, they say that, they say that's one of the, like, most infamous images, or pictures taken from that case or something. But they also have like a picture of a crew crewmate who has the exact same shirt plaid shirt from the <laughs> picture. So everyone's just like, huh? It's like, is it really a ghost or is it your fucking crewmate who fucking hid behind a door and you guys edit that shit? And I don't I I do find those interesting, but I also find it interesting of like the the more skeptical side of people breaking it down. Because there's a lot of people that do kind of do that stuff where they break down like kind of horror stories. Like there is the Amityville horror story that was, I believe, like the actual true events of like the murder case, which I think was interesting of, I forget the guy's name, but have you seen Amityville horror? 
No, I haven't. Uh, well, like, the true story is, um... I forget the guy's name. Let me look him up. But it was... Like, the true event was... So the Amityville Horror was a haunted house movie. But the... The... George what happened... What happened was there's a family there, and I forget the guy's name, but he, I, there was an actual murder that took place. Of a guy that, like, shot his whole family. Like, he, he killed his whole family with a shotgun, and... He doesn't have any... I believe he didn't... He had no recollection... Like... Recollection of... What he did... Because, like, what happened was, like, he... Of what he did, like... Because he apparently, like, washed off the evidence all of on, on him... And then, like, he went out and... Something happened. I... It's an actual like the like the true story for the Amityville horror, like the house and everything is actually pretty interesting, mm -hmm. but the movies like and the movie that took place. There's like two different versions. Is the there's like the original and then the remake with Ryan Reynolds, and mm -hmm. there were some interesting things from the original story, like the original movie, like that kind of were because you know, it was based off the book and I that's because of the last family that lived there I forget the it's been so long since I've looked at the Amityville Horror situation okay, so the guy's name is Ronald DeFeo Jr. yeah he's the guy that killed his family and he mm -hmm. is current I think he's out he's he dead. wasn't oh he's dead he died okay he died on he this do? March okay oh dang. March 12th okay so he died But he, that was an actual interesting thing, because, like, of how the whole situation went down, and he doesn't really remember it any at all, but, mm -hmm. yeah. So I could say, like, the events of these movies, everything that's happened, like, you could say the actual true events of these movies are really interesting from an aspect, from, like, a supernatural aspect and a skeptical abs as aspect, because... I like to look at both sides, and both of them have their intriguing evidence, and they all have their intriguing events and everything, because, like, is either that he just did go crazy and kill his family, or maybe he was possessed. We don't really know, I guess, but he's he got released, so I guess he, he, he got went off. Kind of, I guess. <laughs> he did serve Which his time. Uh, but I th I find it really interesting. I don't know how much I don't know how much time he served. I hope it wasn't as much time as the freaking guy and the devil made me do it serve. Fucking five years. We will get to, which we will get to right now, because um, this one, the Conjuring Three, is based on the actual case, which is um, which is called the Devil Made Me Do It case. Um, the the trial of Arnie Johnson, who, um who murdered his landlord um, at, like, I think his girlfriend's job. I don't know if they both worked there at the dog kennel or, like, the dog place. Yeah. Apron. So he killed the landlord, 
and he got arrested and he's accused and um yeah he was arrested um which was a big deal in the town because it was like the very first killing in that area um and i think like the people who defend him um has claimed that he was um that it was the result of a demonic possession which is why it's called the devil made me do it and um I don't know if this I don't know if Ed and Warren Warren actually was a part of that case, but in this film, um they're involved in this um because at the beginning of the film they it it like the uh Johnson's like girlfriend's brother, little brother, was um possessed by the devil or a demon. And um they performed exorcist and you know, it was all going well with the bodies twisting and all that. And I think like Arnie, Arnie Johnson, like it gets involved with the, um, with the kid, you know, telling the devil to like, you know, like get away from him, don't like leave him, and or like take me instead. And I guess not. Then the demon's like, okay, and just transport himself to Arnie. So, which um, you know, makes him all makes him hallucinate, sees um a lot of creatures or you know see like the demons and all that resulting in the killing and uh ed and lorraine are trying to find out if he's if it you know trying to prove um the court that it was a demonic possession and trying to remember i think they found a like a totem or like a little thing that like a satanic from a something from a satanic cult i believe Oh my god, don't even get started on the satanic cult part. <laughs> okay, so... Um, so, the the second one, there's a book about the actual, like, poltergeist situation, and it was the Enfield poltergeist, and the book, the book is very... Like, they have, like, in the movie, they have, like, events that did happen from... In the, they have events that were, like, exp- like, found from the movie. Like, because there's a situation of, like, in the movie, there's a scene where it was, like, the the gate of a fireplace. It was, like, something that protected the fireplace, like, from getting out. That was, like, flung across the room at a high speed, which was kind of unexplainable. And, mm-hmm. like I said, like, the true stories are so much more interesting than the books, to be honest. But um, the book was written. I need the who's the book written by? Because the book was written by a guy that was actually on the case. Um, because he was actually on the case, and there's another dude who was actually in the movie. There's a guy that was actually in the movie that was. Hold on, let me look him up real quick. So yeah, in this one, the case did happen. There was a murder, and um, that, that part I believe. That's the only part I believe. Yeah, I think that's what the film like took. But then, um, in the film, they've um, Ed and Lorraine, or I think Lorraine, because in the beginning, Ed has like a heart attack, resulting in him being hospitalized. 
Um, but um, yeah, both of them after that after that whole situation, they both were brought into like this other town who has another murder case that could possibly help um, prove the the demonic possessions, which would help um, Arnie Johnson, you know, to be free to be proven innocent. Um, I found out that one, that whole subplot is like entirely fictional. Okay, so the so Maurice Gross, I think his name was, he was in The Conjuring 2, but he passed away at like 2006. So he was starred in the movie, but there's another guy that was involved with the case of the Enfield Poltergeist, but he was not in the movie, and that's because he was still alive when the movie came out. And what he described, there's like a short chapter, I think it was maybe like a paragraph that explained what the Warrens were involved with. And their their involvement was how much profit they thought they would be able to get gain from this traction that they were doing with the Enfield Poltergeist. And the two of them mm-hmm. basically drove them out, out of the situation. So they're just like, get the <laughs> fuck out. Like, we're not dealing with this. We're actually interested in the story. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. they were not involved with the Enfield Poltergeist, so, uh, yeah, what everything will take take the true based on a true story with a big grain of a handful of salt. Yeah, because Ed and Lorraine Warren, I consider them frauds. I I definitely agree with that. Also, because I don't believe in that stuff, so it doesn't. So I mean, I'm I'm I. I it depends. I don't necessarily either, but I, I find it intriguing because there are situations, there are some things that are interesting about it. Because, mm-hmm. like, maybe, maybe not, because they don't exactly. Like I said, the true stories about this stuff is always way more interesting than the movies. And Which I, which, you know, I was hoping the film would kind of de- deal with, but it kind of just, it's kind of pushed, pushed uh, wow pushed aside for the other fictional subplot that would help. Are you talking about the satanic cult thing? Kind of. Well, it leads to the satanic cult, which... So you were saying that the... When they, like... When Ed and Lorraine went, like, off to meet the detective, that thing was completely made up? That is completely made up. (laughs) Which... Because they tried to involve this detective. I don't even remember his name because he was such he was such a boring character. And they try to make it like a big deal that like, oh, he found her body. He's so happy. He's like sitting by her grave bringing her stuff. I was just that, like, who, who the fuck are you? Yeah. I don't think he was involved with even like helped him with the case. Yeah, the, you know, the case of the, the devil, devil case. Yeah. So. But it did lead to the satanic cult, which, yes, there is a satanic cult in this film. Devin, I'll, uh, I'll give you the stage for this one, because I think we both kind of have the same opinion on so, the whole situation. So this, this movie made me believe that it was going to like focus on like actual people that were like getting involved with the situation because like they set up like a thing is like oh it's a curse someone did this to your son someone did this to your family and then i was thinking like oh okay so they're actually not gonna i was gonna think like maybe like the ghost is gonna be like a like a bystander from like like how you not remember in the second one like the elderly ghost 
was just like a victim from the nun. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like that kind of situation where like the ghost wasn't the main focus. It was going to be actual like people that they're going to be taking care of. But no, literally the, the satanic cult part is the only thing that they want to focus on is a freaking totem on. It's like, because, listen, you could, if you just, you could stop the ghost, but you're not stopping the freaking cult. The cult can just do whatever they fucking want again. And they also, they they bring it up. Like, they, they found um, the the totem and uh, under the house, but they never reveal who brought it in, why they brought it in there. Like, what's... Like who's after this family? They never explain it at but all. They never, they never talk. Like they never. It gets brought up like, it gets brought up maybe like three or four times in the movie, and then it's dropped completely. Because I thought it was gonna, is a wasteful subplot for the entire movie. <laughs> Even though it takes like most of the second and third act. And then, like they bring it up like it's going to be, like it's going to be affected because. The point of the to- like, I don't get what the point of the freaking like. The totem was there to like summon the ghost to haunt them and like put them on it, but the, the ghost just sticks around after. Well, the ghost it it's placed on the kid, but apparently the ghost can just be pushed into another person after saying like, "Just take me instead." Mm-hmm. Like, it's like hot and, potato. <laughs> And it was, I don't know, the exorcist stuff in this movie kind of pissed me off, like the references to the exorcist, because the take oh, me yeah. and take the take me instead was a thing from the exorcist, and then there's the shot with the priest at the beginning of the movie. It was like, oh god, yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it tries but it fails, and they <laughs> also like bring up like the, I think like the ex cop or. Who happens to be the father of the the daughter who is like the leader or like you know the lead of the satanic cult and the whole other priest like you remember the old priest from I don't even remember his name my god the priest that they went to go visit to get oh, yeah, answers from yeah that's what I was that's who was a, how I was referring to I thought it was an ex-cop but it's an ex-priest he's ex-priest uh, and you said he was the father of like a cultist. Yeah, he was the father of that the the old lady. Oh, okay. So, I, so the ghost has no problem with killing him, someone who's not even involved with the whole demonic pet. Like, she has no problem with just appearing out of nowhere and slitting his throat, but. They, uh, they, they rehash something from the first movie. Remember, because like in the first movie, Lorraine was talking to the wife, and then she showed her a picture of them at the beach. She's like, "Ah, oh, you'll ne- like you'll never forget that day." And like when she was possessed, she like touched her face. She's like, "Do you remember that day? The day you said you'd never forget." And then like Ed gets possessed, and she's like, "Remember us going to the movies? That day you'd never forget." <laughs> yeah, we danced under the gazebo. There's a lot of rehash in this movie. I yeah. feel. Here's here's another thing. This movie is just not scary at all. Okay, the trailer. Don't if you are if you guys want to see this movie, don't watch the trailers because they give away almost everything. 
including like the jump scares. Well, we're giving everything away too. <laughs> no, yeah, we. I mean, we will too. But if you guys are gonna watch the trailers, like just the trailers gave everything away, which is another reason why I did not find the movie scary because apart from the stuff that you see in the trailers, there's nothing else. Like it's, it's just jump scares, and it's not even like creative. There's only one good thing about this, this movie that I liked, and it was just like the scene with the kid hiding in the shower, and like he looks up, and he looks like all all the like hangers up there, and like one of them is fingers, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, and that's that's the only thing I liked about this movie. I was like, that was that was neat. I think this film lacks. I mean, it feels rehashed. It, you haven't seen okay, so you haven't seen like the spinoff movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these films are basically. I mean, I've I've written it down. It, they're pretty much popcorn horror. Like, they're movies that are, you know, have the jump scares and they're meant to be seen in, like, a crowded theater with teenagers and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're And I also said they're, like, the Marvel movies of horror. And mm-hmm. I mean that in a sense, other than, you know, them being popular movies, popular horror movies, they are, like, you know how people complain about the Marvel movies having, like, similar third acts mm-hmm. and, you know, feeling repetitive. It's... Essentially the same thing. These movies are basically the Marvel movies of horror. Yeah, that's why I compared it to them. And the jump scares in this film are literally, like, taken from each, like, different other, like, the other spinoff movies. And And it's just, you can definitely tell that James Wan's absence really took a toll in this film because, I don't know if you like the second one, I actually really like the second one. I like, I, like it as a, I like it as a movie. As a true story, it pisses me off, but I like it as a movie. Like, okay, there's, as... there's creepy moments in the second one that I really liked. Like the one scene with Ed, like when he got blinded by the steam, and like there's the scene of him like walking and like the, I forget what it was, the, the tall man dude was like sneaking up the on him. That, yeah, the crooked man. That scene was like creepy to me. I, yeah. I guess the second one, the first one and second one are really good at like, basically being like creepy movies mm-hmm. i can i can give it that james wan definitely knows how to make a horror movie but this guy this guy just this guy's just really bland there's no really scenes in here that creeped me out i, I didn't even there's a like i i always know when a jump scare is coming and you can catch mm-hmm. me off guard a few times this movie never caught me off guard at all me neither they're very either they're very noticeable or, or they're lame they're lame yeah and there's also like no tension because what I think like one thing that makes like the first film really scary is um like the mother starts getting bruises everywhere and she just it just keeps getting worse and worse as you know time goes by and they the more they keep the devil or the demon in there so you have that tension and you're really like you know worrying you're really worried about these characters in this one you don't other than Ed and Lorraine the characters themselves not the actual people you I don't. I never really gave a shit about anyone. Yeah, uh, I never gave a shit about Edward Ward, to be honest. Okay, because I like them. I like. I mean, I like. Um, I really, I like the two actors. They're really, they're very um, charismatic, and you know, they're very entertaining to watch together. And yeah. the characters, like- the characters, like, have a really nice relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what makes me excited for these movies. But even, even like. Even both of them aren't really able to really carry this movie. I mean, I like the actors too, which just I don't know. 
what they're given is crap. Yeah. They were in um they were in the third Annabelle movie. It was actually about their daughter being trapped in the house with Annabelle. <laughs> and yeah, they barely have anything to do there. And it, <laughs> another, it, another it thing about this movie's timeline is that so this one's after the conjuring 2, right? I believe so. Cuz I, Conj- I don't know when Annabelle 3 takes place. I think I know it's like it was probably after 2. Cuz I know I know one thing about freaking the 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 Warrens family is it the conjuring 2, their daughter is supposed to be a full-grown woman, but she's only like 12 in that movie. And in this movie she's like maybe 15 or something. It was like because if you like look at the timeline and everything like the actual true events by the time like that those situations were happening her da- their daughter was freaking a full-grown adult i like to think of these movies similar to like the x-men where they just don't give a fuck about the timeline because if you just... connect if you connect like dark phoenix with the first x-men like that yeah. charles and eric are supposed to be like way older than they look yeah this so. is basically the x-men the Conjuring is the X-Men of horror. Yeah. We've only got, like, a few good ones. And by the few, I mean... Basically only two. I mean, people love these movies, which is... Yeah, they... I mean... Toadstone, I think the last... I think the only horror movie that kind of still gets me to this day, that kind of creeps me out, like, to this day watching, is the Sinister movie, the first one. With Ethan Hawke, that one. Mm-hmm. That one's that, one. that one's really good, honestly. The Sinister, Sinister is one of my favorites. It's, Did you see the second one? I didn't see it. I because I know it's horrible, <laughs> but it's definitely the Sinister is definitely much more slower paced and everything. It feels much nice. I I like the way it's filmed. I love the cinematography for Sinister, and I actually like Ethan Hawke's character and his family. And I like, and it's very interesting. Like, Sinister's definitely a good one to check out. It's made 2012, and I think it holds up really well. Um, yeah. Um, I would also say that the if you're excited for these movies, peop, I think the beginning kind of ruins it because it starts off with The Exorcist. It's all, you know, loud and scary, and you got... You know, the kid, like, kid's body um, twisting up, and it's all creepy. So, because you have that sequence happen in the very beginning, you, and as the movie keeps going, I'm, I was just so bored. I think that's the big, I think that's the biggest crime of this movie, is that it's, it's boring. I almost fell asleep at one point. I was drunk while watching this movie, and I was, like, still, like, <laughs> I was still in, like, my film gray mode, because, like, it was, like, so... The ghost has no problem, like, killing people because she kills the ex-priest, but when it comes to Ed and Lorraine, she just likes to toy with them instead. She's like, oh, yeah. instead of just straight-up murdering you, Ed, I'm just gonna possess you. Uh, it's like, they, they do we've that already like seen... a lot of horror movies. I know, but it's <laughs> uh, in the Shining reference, too. The Shining reference, oh, yeah. I was like, oh my god, here we go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And Ed's Ed's heart condition seems to very differ throughout this movie. Cause oh yeah, he he's supposed he's supposed to be given the heart attack at the beginning of the movie, so he's all like 
oh, crippled, I'm a cripple, but then, like, there's scenes of him just booking it like a madman. I mean, he's limping. Not during the cliff scene, that man's was booking it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And and that scene in the freaking hospital, like, when she's holding onto the dead, the dead chick's hand, and that body was supposed to be way more bloated after, like, how long in the water? This thing about (laughs) bodies in water, they don't remain normal, they're the fattest shit. And he just freaking, he just huffs it. He's he's like a linebacker to that shit, trying to get to his <laughs> wife. And that fat motherfucker was coming at her. Funny enough, um, the day I watched this movie, um, earlier that day I watched it too, and um, I was I was like watching it, thinking to myself, like, okay, I don't like when I won't, I don't like these kind of horror movies. Of course, as as I gotten older, I've come to terms with jump scares. So they don't scare me as much. I'm very much someone who enjoys when it comes to horror movies, especially recent ones. I very much appreciate the craft that goes into it. I like ones that are a lot more quieter, more sinister. Yeah, atmospheric. Um, that's that's the sinister. There's a few. There's like a few jump scares, but they're after a lot of tension and everything because there's a lot of there's a lot of build up in this. The sinister. There's a lot. There's a lot to it. The sinister is really good. The atmosphere oh. in that movie is amazing. Like okay. the the scenes of him, like because oh well, here's I don't want to turn this into a sinister review. We'll talk about sinister some other time. Yeah, because you, you actually sinister. you kind of convinced me to watch it. But yeah, the way you described that movie, it's like okay, I like those kind of movies. Conjuring movies are not like I said, they're popcorn movies, so they're never they're not going to be as subtle as like you know. Like a sinister, or of course, they'll never ever be like something like hereditary. But you know, I think like jump scares are they they have their place, but they have to be sparingly used, and they have to be like you have to build that thing up. Like there's that thing, like you're the thing about a jump scare. I think it's like the I think a jump scare should be like the final piece of a setup for like atmosphere. Like the atmosphere should get you in that headspace of like it's like. I think this, the jump scare is like the suspense of like when do you think it's coming? Because like, I think in some hotter, like most hotter, modern horror movies, you can tell, but like when a movie like gets you in the space of like, is it now? It's like that, or it's like instead of like faking out with like a dumb jump scare, like a broom falling or something like yeah. that. I think it should actually like build up to like the actual thing, and that's what Sinister does. And I also would say, like, the two Conjuring films kind of do a good job with that. The um, first two, I think so, especially yeah. Especially, mainly the first one. But I love the freaking, I love the freaking basement scene with um, the wife when she's, like, like exploring for a second. And, like, she gets locked in the basement. And it's just, like, her looking down the stairs. And she's like, hey, you want to play hide and go clap? And then there's the clap scene. That, that, that always gets That me. still gets me, too. That is so well done. It's in, it's such, it, it doesn't like scare me, but it sends chills down my spine every yeah. time I watch that. It's just so well done. And this film has nothing like that. It's just, like it I, does, It like you think it's going to be a jump scare, nothing happens, you wait for it, it gets quiet, and then something jumps out. But then nothing else happens. No, no one gets hurt. No one gets hurt in this movie, apart always, from the actual murder. <laughs> and I always enjoy like those moments of just, um, yeah, in the first one, like those moments of just like holy fuck kind of moments, like um, when she's playing when the mother's playing hide and go clap with the youngest daughter, and then yeah. like she thinks it's well, 
I can't necessarily, because, like, it does kind of reveal that it's, oh, it's already the ghost, but then, like, the daughter comes in, and, like, she says, like, you're not even close, mommy, and, like, she's just like, holy fuck, what was that? Like, I I enjoyed those moments, kind of, like, the yeah. characters being like, holy fuck. Yeah, oh, my just... God, this movie's just make me think of Sinister. Sinister's so good, Hector, you need to watch it. It is All so right. good. Um, I also wrote down that this film very much feels like a direct-to-DVD sequel. Yeah, but this movie felt really cheap. Like that, the green screening for that cliff scene. Oh, oh my god! No, don't mention it. Oh my god, it was amazing. That green screening. <laughs> Look, I hate the nun, but at least that one looks better than this one. This film looks like it did, looks like. Didn't the nun have like? Didn't the nun have like pretty good set pieces? I think like the whole setup is nice. It's just it just turns. I think I hate it in the sense that it's just it's literally just nothing but jump scares, and I it's the only one I saw in theaters, so I I hated it for that reason. And but like because I was gonna say because like nothing like none of the places that they go to seem like all that interesting to be because like with like how it was set like the base like even like the like the cellar scene at the end that was like really. I don't know, it seemed, didn't, like, very seem pleasing to me, like... No. The thing that, like, I always enjoy about some horror movies is, like, the places that make it kind of creepy and everything, because, like, that just didn't feel creepy to me. It just felt, like, too, like, basic, honestly. Yeah. With, like... And... Uh, I just... I don't want to give too much for Sinister. Oh, my God, this movie is making me watch Sinister. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to quickly say something about It too. So It too has jump scares a lot but i had unbelievable amount of jump scares yeah but it's so goofy and it's also just it's so weird with all the concepts that's happening it's like okay like i may not like this movie as much but at least it's like enjoying itself and it's actually interesting like it does some interesting there's some like weird and out there concepts and it it just makes that film so much enjoyable so I, i was thinking like the conjuring films can either go in two routes they can go, like you said, the sinister route where it's a lot more atmospheric. It's they it's more about the tension than the actual scares. The scares is what is like the icing on the cake, not the cake, not the entire cake. And or you can go with the it route where you can have this um pretty much like dollhouse or like this haunted house type scares. Ordeal. Yeah. And or but also like kind of go out there, like have fun with it. This yeah. the conjuring films kind of kind of it's kind of like in between it and with that it kind of results to it being very dull to me yeah which is why i like i like these films i like the first two but i won't really rank them among like as like the best horror movies sadly because of how popular these movies are they're arguably the most influential movies especially for a lot of the lower budgeted horror movies a lot of them take a lot of stuff from these kind of movies and you know because of because of that, like as each film keep come keeps coming out, they all just feel the same and just I I just cannot be as engaged as I was when I saw like the first one. Yeah, um, it chapter two like that movie's not necessarily good, to be honest. Like I don't find it no. that good. Um, but it has its like fun moments, and but there are a lot of dull moments in it chapter two also. Sure, but. At least, like the cast, it's it's at least enjoyable. Pennywise is kind of it's just fun to. It's I think it's, it's just enjoyable to watch. It, <laughs> it's chapter two is like 
it's at its best when everyone's together, but when everyone starts separating everything, it got really dull at points. Yeah, and it made it longer. That movie's yeah. like almost three hours. <laughs> yeah. The this first one's less than two hours. The first one's pretty good, honestly. Yeah. I still, I st- like, there's some issues with it, like from book adaptation arguments that I have problems with, but other than that, there's a few good things, like, other than, like, them, like, focusing on other characters and giving other characters less screen time. Like, Mike, Mike's character is supposed to be really fucking oh, yeah. good. But they kind of ignore him in those movies. Yeah, definitely. Um, I Funny enough, I would actually consider the first It, like, a perfect kids movie. Because <laughs> it has, like, that Goonies. It's like Goonies, but with, you know, I guess... I don't know what other horror films back in the day, I guess like Nightmare on Elm Street meets Goonies. So it's like, it's a perfect, I think it's a good gateway movie for like, you know, younger people to watch to get into horror, which yeah. actually helped me a lot. Is Nightmare on Elm Street the first one? There's definitely, there's definitely scary, like there's parts in that movie that are pretty creepy and scary, but it's also, the first one's still a little, it's a little corny sometimes. And that's it's, what makes it good. Yeah, it's dated, but it's still... It's still creepy, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But with yeah, the conjuring films, I I just like people really I, I like my dad likes these movies. He watched I watched um this new one with him and he really enjoyed it. He didn't see the trailers, so the the jump scares kinda got him or he liked it. But it's like there's so few and far between, it's like I don't know, he still liked it, but I'm like I I was just like this film just did nothing for me. I felt like sure. I wasted my time. I didn't pay for it, but I felt like I wasted money. <laughs> yeah, at least it wasn't I'm, like at least it wasn't overly long. That's why that's the one good thing I'll say about it. It was over before I knew it. Oh yeah, it was less than two hours, which this is was, this was which, kind of surprising. Yeah, it was very fast paced really at quickly. least. Yeah. Um. A lot of people are saying like the scariest part about the movie is like the like the credits. I was going to get to that. Yeah. It, it, I no. just, I, it's that it was just cringy, honestly. It was like oh, they're trying, they're really trying right here. I I almost burst out laughing because, and when they showed I mean, the freaking clips, I was like, uh, I said out loud. I was with my aunt, my uncle, my cousin, and her friend, and we were watching. I was like, and they showed like the clips of Ed, Ed Lorraine, uh, Ed and Lorraine. Ryan, I was just, yeah. I was just like, oh, here's the frauds, and they all laughed at me. <laughs> Like they're, the reason, they're the reason like we got this shit movie. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, Lorraine, the actual Lorraine Warren, um, like, loves these movies for reasons that we may yeah. not know. Uh, oh, I know why she loves she these like movies. Pro- she was, like, a producer of these movies. I know why she loves these movies. Oh, yeah. Because they gave her superpowers. They gave her superpowers, and they make them look like they're fucking saints. And they, Uh, you know, they hold out all the points where they got all the marketing for these movies, and 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 uh, fucking, I don't know. I mean, the ads are still, the ads are still pulling up the. It's based on a true story thing that it's like. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Okay, so I looked up this on IMDb. It says, "Lord, um, you know, Lord, uh, Lorraine Warren, the whole, you know, the whole projection thing that she had." Yeah, um, that didn't happen till like the second movie. It wasn't even like 
Like this didn't happen. This wasn't like really mentioned at all in the first one. I mean, like you know, she had like those visions mm-hmm. in the first one, but they didn't really delve into it. Like you know, to the sense that you know she might have like superpowers. <laughs> I don't know. Just seeing, just seeing that in this movie, I was like, come on, you can't look at the, you can't see that and tell me that that's real. I'm like, come on. At that point, I knew, like, when I first watched, like, Conjuring 2, I'm like, okay, this is all fake. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Like, even with the tapes, I'm like, you, you know they've done, do you know they probably made all that stuff up? So, I don't know. I, I, I have, I've, I've seen a lot of TikToks of people saying, like, oh, the movie's okay, and like, like before, before Conjuring 3, and then, like, after, like, the mixed, t- the, the tape at the end. It's like, come on, dude. It's like... If you, if people are easily scared of that, I'm like, then, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, if you look at the actual, like, like the, whenever I see, like, based on a true story, I look at the true story, and I'm always <laughs> more creeped out about, like, what actually happened more than what happened in the movie. Because, um, the Amityville Horror true story was actually pretty creepy. Um, the Enfield Poltergeist... I couldn't say it was creep. That that story's more interesting on whether it's real or a hoax. That's the that's the real interesting part about that. Are you talking about the the one in the eighties? That's based. That's the one that's based off the Conjuring two. Mm. That movie that that story is more interesting on whether it's a hoax or not. Yeah, because there's there's a lot of weird. Sh- there's a lot of weird stuff that is kind of hard to explain that could be, like, for, like, like a child could, to... Like, it's possible, but we don't know. So. Yeah. But it was chopped up to being a hoax in the end. But there's a lot of still interesting things that are unexplained. Mm-hmm. Like, that, like that one reviewer I sent you a link to, his video is pretty good on The Conjuring too. Oh, yeah. Um, I was actually going to ask you, um, since we both saw this on HBO Max, do you think this film would have been a little better if you saw this in the cinemas? No. Okay. Because I think, and for me, the scares would probably be more effective because of the surround sound, but I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Like, I don't think, whether you see this in the cinema or not, like, it's not good. I would have felt more I... disappointed because I paid for a ticket. That too. Um, I mean, like, of course, like, I'm guessing a lot of people are coming to see this. Do you think this film would actually succeed or just fail? It has a, it has a good chance of succeeding. Okay. <laughs> Do you think they're going to make more of this? Uh, most likely. Okay, because I'm, I'm kind of done with these movies. <laughs> so am I. All right, let's see what else I have written down and see what we can discuss. Um, so James Wan didn't direct... Uh, never mind, this is the third one. Oh, I was confused, yeah. sorry. That's my bad. He didn't, he didn't direct that one. He didn't direct this one. I, I don't... Yeah. You can definitely feel it. Yeah. I Actually, yeah, they're making another... Or no, they're making... Or James Wan's making another horror movie. I don't know if it's connected, but it's it's like a different thing. I don't know. 
but he's making another horror movie, which is pretty exciting. I mean, he's making Aquaman 2, so I'm pretty excited for that one, too. <laughs> Alright, so I guess, like, would you recommend us to... I mean, of course, like, people who don't normally watch a lot of movies, they're gonna love this. I A lot of people I know um, like it a lot, because they don't watch a lot of movies. And, you know, to them, this is these kind of movies are really scary, so they like them. Would you recommend this to, like, horror movie fans? be honest, no. It's not, like, because I'm a horror movie fan, and, like, I've I've watched every single, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th. Um, I've seen all the Insidiouses. Watched every single Saw, including Spiral. I've seen. Ton- I've seen every Paranormal Activity except the last one. Uh, any of those? Uh, freaking Poltergeist movies. I saw the remake for Poltergeist. Freaking. Uh. Oh, there's so many. That I've... You've seen the two It movies. I've seen the two It movies. I saw the original It. Doctor I've seen Sleep. Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep's a better movie than this. Oh, far better. I have I have problems with Doctor Sleep, but that movie is a lot better than this. Um, Alien. Shining. Alien. Oh my god, Aliens. That's a good one. Purge. Oh, okay. So speaking of cheap, have you seen the new trailer of the Purge movie? There's another one? There's another one. And it looks... It literally, it's literally a straight to DVD movie. Mm. It looks like it looks like a straight to DVD movie. I'll send you a trailer, the trailer, but yeah, it looks cheap as hell. I don't know why these franchises are getting cheaper and cheaper. Was this how much movie was this? The budget for this movie. Um, I can see probably compare it. Slow Wikipedia. The, con- the first Conjuring's budget was like 20, 20 million. This one's thirty nine million. Okay, so I mean, I guess uh, let's see, let's see how much like Conjuring two was because that one felt like that was that forty one's... million. Hmm. I guess that this one was technically cheaper than the second one. A little more than the, the first. demonic case that shocked America. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I I hate it. I hate this. I I hate it so much, Hector. It's so cringy. It's just yeah. Look, if if anyone's gonna tell me like, oh my god, the movie's better. Shut up, you two. I'm like, you know what? Just don't listen to us. If you guys don't agree with us, just don't listen to us. It's simple as that. Well, uh, I do think I mean, it's please listen to us. But... <laughs> I think it's always interesting to get different sides of the case of why these movies like. I'd be interesting hearing why someone thinks this movie's really good. I'd... Maybe. Well, I mean, any everyone in the group doesn't really watch these movies. It's just us two. Well, I'm saying, like, around the world, I guess. Oh, yeah. Because I... I think people know. who... Well, my dad enjoys it, so I think people... I guess here's my final verdict. Um, people who are generally fans of these movies... Whether it's the conjuring, just the two conjuring films, or um, the the spinoffs, if you're a fan of this universe, they're gonna enjoy it. Um, I don't think it delivers on all the scares, and we're left with a story that 
I would say exploits a real life um, murder just for the sake of um, a buck, um, but doesn't even take advantage of like the concept itself. So I I find that I found this movie really really disappointing and yeah. a waste of my time. So yeah, I gave so when we discussed when Devin and I discussed about this, uh, Devin, I told you, I told you it was a five because yeah. I was being nice to it. <laughs> and after talking about it with you, it's like okay, this is a fucking two. This is a two. The only reason why it has points is because I still like uh, Ed and Lorraine as characters, as movie characters, not the actual people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, the ending was kind of sweet. I like sweet endings. Uh, it's a, I just laughed. <laughs> I was like, ah, look, I got a gazebo. <laughs> Look at look at these frauds living there happily ever after. So I was like, get these pieces of shit off my screen. Turn this movie off. Okay. <laughs> I will say I did like the little moment with um, what was it? The lawyer. Um, they had to convince the lawyer by like you know, like Ed was like, well, let me introduce you to Annabelle. And like the next scene, she's like defending, um, what was it? The the kid, or the guy, the Johnson. I thought that was a kind of a cute scene. I thought it was pretty funny. So that kind of gave me a little bit of a point. But other than those two things, I this film, I did not like this film at all. Devin? Uh, movie's garbage. Uh, it's not even scary. There's one cool image in this movie. Uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren are pieces of shit. Uh, don't believe their true stories. <laughs> you, can, you can look into their cases. They're Cases are interesting, mm-hmm. like some of them, but I find them to be pieces of shit that just exploit people. But yeah, you don't have to. That's my personal opinion. You don't have to. You don't have to take it out on them. I just don't respect them. Uh, this movie's boring. Three out of ten. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, I always think horror movies, I think out of every, any kind of genres, horror movies is like more subjective because of what scares you and whatnot. But uh, yeah. But I guess for both of us, as, as, as the films themselves, not necessarily whether it's scary or not. Yeah. Um, these films are, this film at least, is just not worth it at all. I th- like I said, I don't like The Conjuring 2 based on the, like the actual story. But mm-hmm. as a horror movie, that may, that movie works really well. But this one just yeah. doesn't. Another thing is just like the lack of music. I understand like it is sometimes cre- like the lack of music and just scenes building up with that kind of tension. But it just seemed like to do it like with every different scene, like it, like every horror scene is just no music, no music. No, I was like kind of like okay, you're you're trying really hard, aren't you? You're trying like you're trying too hard. Yeah. Plays music, goes quiet. Plays something else, goes quiet. Then boom, jump scare. Spooky thing. Touches like said, you, disappears. Like, Nothing like happens. Said, Sinister's so good. Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> okay. You need to check out Sinister. Everyone watch Sinister instead of this movie. Sinister's good. Like, I'm just thinking about like the scene, like the best scenes in those movies is when Ethan Hawke's character freaking watches like the tapes that he finds in the house, and those scenes are so great. Like they don't like 
there like so the tape there's tapes in his in his house that he gets that reveal like past murders and everything and the scene like they don't even like show they don't show everything in the tapes because that's not, like that's another good horror element as like just like sometimes like the like the scariest thing is something you can't identify really but like they don't they show like the murders taking place of the children killing their families because the ghoul told them and like they show Ethan Hawke just most of what they show him is Ethan Hawke's reactions and like the glint like the reflection from his glasses and that's like those scenes are so great there's there's like multiple scenes of that and it's really good. Sinister is a much better movie than this. I think yeah, it's better. I think it's better than all three of the Conjuring movies, to be honest. I'm. I mean, that's. I don't think that's really high praise because, like, as much as I liked it, those two movies, they're not really like. They're not like the, you know, the ones that I would consider like high, like the best horror movies. That could just be me, but. Yeah, I'll check it out. Check out Sinister. I will say the only thing I don't like about Sinister is like one part about the ending, but I won't give that away. So you can just check it out. Got it. Um, it's nothing like breaking. It's just like that was dumb. Why'd you do that? And that's it. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening to us talk about the Conjuring. The the devil made me do it. Uh, if you guys want. Uh, us to talk about anything else um please uh let us know um we have uh instagram that's simply called the pov podcast there's a lot of underscores there but you'll see our profile um yeah if you guys want any suggestions just please uh dm that account uh i'm the one who i'm the head of that one because i'm the one who made it um or you can just i guess find us on instagram Twitter. That's it. <laughs> but um, yes. yeah. Thank you, everyone. I'm your I'm I'm your host, Hector. I'm your co-host, Devin. And hopefully, you all have a nice day. And yeah, uh, I think that's about it. I was gonna make a joke about the devil making me do this, but it's I don't been think a, he I think would make us over. do this. The no, devil he... would put us through this. He'd be like, "Hey, I can just." Come rip your balls off over here and still make you watch the movie. I was like, you know what? This sounds more entertaining than this. <laughs> I, I mean, no, it's like, he'll make us pay for it. Nah. No, that's no, he, he wouldn't stoop that low. He wouldn't stoop that low. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, like, at least I'm feeling something. Like, this movie, I was like, I was ready to go to sleep, but ripping my balls off? Sounds like a party. Let's do it. <laughs> ripping balls off. All right. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye.